0: Welcome to the First Baptist Church Fairview podcast. Here's Pastor Dwayne. Go ahead and take your Bible. Let's turn together to Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31. The sermon title today is entitled "The Essence of a Godly Woman." Proverbs 21. As you turn there, James Dobson said it this way. There are few assignments in human experience that require the array of skills, wisdom needed by a mom in fulfilling her everyday duties. She must be a resident psychologist, physician, theologian, educator, nurse, and chef, taxi driver, fire marshal, and occasional police officer. And if she succeeds each of these responsibilities, she gets to do it again tomorrow. Can I get an amen? Amen. Mothers, we love you and we honor you. But this message today is for all women. Now in Proverbs 31, I want to say this right away. I want to put in this disclaimer, what God gives us in Proverbs chapter 31, it is an ideal. It is a text that, that women, all women could aspire to be as far as character. It's a goal. It's, it's something to reach towards. So if you don't understand that it's an ideal, you could definitely leave today very discouraged. We don't want that. We don't want discouragement and even dissatisfaction. And so the goal, again, we're talking about godly character. We're talking about making a difference in life and in the lives of people. And so as we think about Proverbs 31, I want to say this as well. I mean, if anyone in the world needs wisdom, it is our mother's. Barna Research did a study and for all the stereotypes of teens rolling their eyes at their parents, it's interesting, Generation Z uh, are actually very open with and dependent on their mothers. So Barna did this study, right? And they, they like pulled a bunch of teenagers. I mean, teenagers all over uh, the land and they came to find this out. So I want you to understand the importance of godly mothers consider their descriptions of one-on-one time with others, even in the home. And so they say this, today's Christian teens consistently identified their mother as a primary person in the home for all activities, which includes eating meals together. 85% teenagers polled said that it's with their mother watching TV or movies, 81%. Talking about God, check it out, 70%. You would think it may be the dad and we've heard so many stats on fatherhood and men in the home and how influential and important men are and we are, but I want you to note the importance of godly mothers that these teenagers polled would rather have or do have conversation with their mother concerning God. Mothers are the primary activity partner in their teens. They're second only to friendships even when it comes to using their phones for texting. 69%. Mothers versus 73% other friendships. Even calling one another. Mothers, they call their mothers. 61%. The only time mothers are not leading the way when it comes to activities like interacting on maybe like social media or playing sports. And those two areas are dominated by friendships and the lives of teens. I want you to see mothers, you are so vital. You are so important. Seek God today. We love you, we pray for you. You're so integral with your influence. Through the research study, we see the importance of and influence godly mothers have on their homes. But here's the thing today, we're talking about motherhood and we're honoring mothers and praying for all of you. But i realize in this room, right? In this room and online, there are a lot of emotions here. There are a lot of emotions. And I thank God for my, my mother And my wife and the relationship I have with both are blessed of God. But maybe you sit here and you're like, Dwayne, I've got pain. I've got hurt. I'm asking God to make a way. Who knows what is going on? There are women in the room today that have shown strength and dignity in the most difficult trials of life. Some of you have battled cancer. You're battling it even now, illnesses, and you've been dignified and strong throughout the process. Others, you've grieved the loss of children and husbands and siblings and parents, but have done so with dignity and strength. Some of you have suffered through miscarriage, infertility. You face those trials with dignity and strength. Some of you have fattled, battled financial woes, job stress, but you've done so with dignity and with strength. Some of you have dealt with loneliness and heartache and pain, but you've done it with dignity and strength. Look up here. Here's the point. I found this anonymous quote this week, and it said this, and I so hope this is a blessing. Don't worry. God is never blind to your tears, never deaf to your prayers, and never silent to your pain. He sees, he hears, and he will deliver you. Amen? He will. So my challenge to all of us here, all women and guys, I don't want you to check out today, all right? This is for you as well. There's some truth in this text for all of us. Let God empower us and give us strength and grace, which is new every day. Let him give us patience and peace, wisdom and ability to deal with any situation that we will face. So I know that we're facing something, but I know our God, he is able, right? And he is And we're able to handle all these struggles and trials. We're able to celebrate today. We're able to remember and we're able to face tomorrow because our God, He reigns. He reigns, He's alive. So allow the Lord to give you the strength and dignity. And then ladies, your influence on your home is gonna be so amazing as you seek the Lord. So I give you five keys today. For all, all women, the essence of a godly woman. Number one from Proverbs 31. Check this out. Go down to verse 10. These are the words of King Lemuel we don't know a lot about this king, but we know this king was very wise and he was taught truth by his mother. Thus, he gives these verses the description of a worthy woman. Look at verse 10, an excellent wife, or you could translate it a virtuous wife, who can find her worth is far above jewels. Her worth is so valuable, far beyond rubies. The heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She looks for wool and flax and works with her hands in delight. She's like merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She rises also while it is still night and gives food to her household and portions to her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. From her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She senses that her gain is good. Her lamp does not go out at night and she stretches out her hands. To the distaff and her hands grasp the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor. She stretches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household. All her household are clothed with scarlet. She makes coverings for herself. Her clothing is like fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies belts to the tradesmen. Strength and dignity are her clothing and she smiles at the future. I love that verse. (laughs) Oh, friend, when everything goes wrong, this person smiles at the future. When everything falls apart, when things are just unraveling, this woman of God laughs at her circumstances because she know she knows who holds her hand and who holds tomorrow she opens her mouth with wisdom And the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household, does not eat the bread of idleness. And then her children rise up and bless her, her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done nobly, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful, beauty is vain, but I give you the verse of the hour, the key verse of the entire text is right here. So don't forget it. You underline it, you memorize it, But a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. I give you quickly five keys from this text. You wanna be a godly woman, you wanna be a man after God's own heart. This is so applicable for us all, but first and foremost, she is godly in her service. She is godly in her service. That verse 10 mentions her price her value. The the king is describing his own mother here. He's describing this noble woman in his life and the verse is so applicable. The word virtuous or excellent refers to the strength of an army. She is so strong in dignity and character. So the Bible uses this word and it means good, but it means so much more than goodness. She is valuable. So heads up, guys, kids, your, your, your mother, your wife, the woman in your life is more valuable than all the riches or money you could own. Are you treating her as such? She's excellent. It refers to a person who is so strong in the midst of adversity, her character is not to be questioned. She is a woman of integrity. Such a woman is more valuable than all the wealth of the world. Proverbs eighteen twenty two says, whoever finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. If God has placed within your life some good godly women, thank God right now. Praise them honor them. Remember them. So her price is so valuable. Her perfection is limitless. This godly woman is trustworthy. Look at verse 11 again. The heart of her husband trusts in her. You see that? This is teamwork. This is not like, well, you do for me. And and I need this, and you need to you need to be perfect. And I, no, this is a this is a a team effort where the husband is loving in such a way that his wife wants to follow. Can I get an amen? And so the husband is is loving his wife and and, and providing for his wife, but this woman is is leading in such a way that his that her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain Proverbs 19:14 House and riches are the inheritance of fathers and a prudent wife is from the Lord She's exactly what God designed her to be an excellent helpmate this is team effort this is equality This is husband, wife, loving one another and living well for the glory of God, her value priceless, her perfection limitless, her plan. This kind of woman is an asset, not a liability to her husband and her family. So they rise up and they proclaim and they celebrate her. Good comes to him that can be directly attributed to her. She supports and encourages him. She is faithful and helping him in life proverbs 12 four, a virtuous woman is a crown to her husband godly in her service godly in her strength go down to verse 17 look at this she girds herself with strength makes her arms strong so there's strength. It's her diligence in verse 17. She works hard. We see that in 13 through 19. You see the verse on the merchant ships. Look at 14. She is like merchant ships that would go far off and bring back the goods. And these merchant ships would go and provide and and, and attain food for others and when they came back it was a sight of joy and celebration so you've got children and husbands alike rising up praising her for her provision and protection for the family her intelligence she works hard but something else put in the notes look at verse 20 she gives even to the poor she's meeting needs And she extends her hand to the poor and she stretches out her hands to the needy. That's her heart. Folks, that's character. Oh, I would to God that he would raise up men and women alike to be good, godly men and women of character who care for the needs of the world. We've got people all around in your home, in our city, in our world that need the gospel, they need prayer, they need the word of God. We need to make a difference. So this woman of God is concerned with other people. You're like, pastor, I, this is all truth, but I'm feeling bad. You're making me feel bad. That's not the point. The point is we're all aspiring for godly character. Uh, well, well, you don't know what's happened to me. No, I don't. I've got pain. I've got heartache. I feel like a failure. Listen, you're not a failure. No one is a failure with God. Nothing is final. You are not defined by your weaknesses, you're not defined by loss. You're not defined by, by struggles and strife and, 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 and your past. You are defined by who Jesus says you are, and He loves you with an everlasting love. You are His child. And He is working and making something so grand, and all of us were aspiring to be men and women of godly character. Her diligence is not to be questioned. Her devotion is not to be questioned. In verses 18 through 24, her children are clothed in scarlet, covered for bed. There's public respect for her husband. Why? Because she's leading in such a way that drips godliness. She's speaking highly of her husband. That's the point. He's known in the gates. She's loving her family. This woman of godliness This woman is providing for her family. She's strong. She's godly in her strength. But third, she's also godly in her character. Godly in her character. Look at verse 26. Go down. She opens her mouth in wisdom. And the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. I think we all could just stop and look back and realize the wisdom our mothers have had, right? Can anybody testify to that? You think about it as a child. Think about it as a teenager. I'm really meddling now, right? You start thinking about your mother's advice, her wisdom that just dripped into you in those difficult years. You think back to that. I think that's what the author of Proverbs is trying to get at here. She's godly in character, she's a giver of wisdom, and she's trusting and depending on the Lord. That's the greatest thing, ladies, you could ever give your kids is let them see your trust in Jesus. We need men, boys and girls to see their daddies trusting Jesus, depending upon him, right? You know, a woman of noble character will laugh without fear of the future. That's what the verse says. She laughs at the future, which means she knows God in a personal relationship. I love that. We ought to laugh more. (laughs) Strength and dignity are her clothing. She smiles at the future. James Dobson tells the story, it is pretty hilarious, of a mother who was sick in bed. She had the flu and the little daughter wanted so much to be a good um, nurse so she brought her mom an extra pillow and she brought her a magazine to read. And then she even showed up with a surprise cup of tea. I mean, that's pretty impressive, right? And so in her mother took a sip of the tea and said, well, I didn't even know you knew how to make tea. And the little girl said, oh, yes, I, I learned by watching you, mom. I put some water in the pot, then I put tea leaves in it and I boiled the water, then I strained it into a cup, but I couldn't find the strainer. So I used a floss water instead. (laughs) And the mother said, you did what? And she said, oh yes, I used that. But don't get upset, mom. I didn't use the new one, I used the old one. We need to laugh more. I'll say it for all of us. We need to laugh more than one another. We need to laugh more at Satan. We need to laugh more at our future because he holds us. And this lady, woman of God, laughs. Christians have a reason to celebrate, to be strong, to stand up and to face the future because we are winners. Here yeah, we are more than conquerors. So don't feel defeated. Let's pray. The application today is like, well, man, I don't measure up to that. And guys, don't be nudging your wife, all right? Don't be doing all that in here. How about you pray with your wife? How about we pray here at the altar? And by the way, we got a lot of room now at the altar, don't we? How about we come before the Lord as family saying, oh God, work in me, work in my wife, work in my family. This woman of God is godly in character through giving wisdom. She's a giver of kindness in 26. The woman loves much and cares for others. She's a giver of care in verse 27. Then leaves me to number four. She is godly in her appreciation. She's godly in her appreciation. Look at 28. Her children then, after all of the reflection, they rise up and they praise her. Why? For her relationship with God. I don't care what you give your kids in this life. You can give them money and fame, vacations, all the stuff in the world. But the greatest thing to give your kids, his name is Jesus Christ. May God see me on my face when everything goes wrong, because I promise you, can anybody testify to struggles in life, mountains that you just cannot move? When your baby is born, you've got hope, you've got celebration, you've got joy, but you have no idea, right, what tomorrow will hold. That's why in this room, there are a ton of emotions today. But we praise God because motherhood, fatherhood is a blessing from God. And we got the great privilege to be able to lead our kids, to love our kids, to nurture our kids and train them in the ways of the Lord. So that when they face struggle, they can do it with this kind of character. And we need that. So this appreciation, we rise up and then last, number five. She is godly in her love for the Lord. That's the main thing. The closing of this chapter emphasizes the beginning of the chapter. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of real knowledge. This is the key to the entire chapter. This woman knows God in a personal relationship. Charm can be deceptive and beauty can fade, but the fear of the Lord shall be praised. Our world's pushing what they think a woman ought to be. Our, worshiping, our, our world is shoving down our throats what a man is. But what does God say a woman is? Woman of God. Well, what does God's word say a man of God really looks like? Well, here it is. It's not about the beauty. It's not about the charm. It's not about the external. It's not about all the works, all that you're going to achieve. It's not about money at all. It's about the heart. It's, he's getting at the heart of the matter. So we praise God for godly women today godly men and in closing here's the application from the text again it's not for you to feel like an utter failure absolutely not if anything God is saying I'm going to do all these things on the inside of you as you seek me I want you to love me with your whole heart, not just some of it. I want you to give me your kids today and your grandkids. I want you to pray over your home and your workplace. I want to use you. So I'll give you some application. Number one, live a life of worship. Uh, Live a life of worship. Praise the Lord when it rains. It rained early this morning. And some people had umbrellas. And that umbrella protected them from that circumstance in life. That rain came down, but that umbrella was a covering. The grace of God is our covering. As we live this life, we depend and trust on the grace of God. He is our covering. He will protect us. So, worship, worship. Secondly, live a life of prayer. It's the greatest thing that we can do is love the Lord and pray for our children. There is power in prayer. I believe it. I, I had a mom to pray for me. I have a wife that prays for me. I feel their prayers. I know they're praying. And we in turn need to pray Third, we live a life in the word of God. We desperately need truth. May our kids see us more in the Bible than on our phones. And then we live a life seeking after the Lord Jesus Christ. You are not a failure. Your success is not dependent on what you do in this life. It is who you are and whose you are. Every head is bowed, oh God. We thank you for all women in this place today. I thank you for the women online that are worshiping, hearing truth. Lord, we are beautiful. We are children of God and we matter because you tell us we matter. And we are holy because you say we're holy. And Father, oh God, every family needs you right now. I pray for husbands to take their wives by the hand right now and Lord, I pray you would you would shake this place in prayer. I pray families would stream to the altar to pray. And God, I pray that we'd all be desperate for you to work in and through us. And so, Father, will you work? Will you save sinners? Will you add to our number of families if they feel led, Lord, to join our church? We need you now. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We would like to help you take your next steps spiritually. Visit our website, fbcfairview.org, to learn more about First Baptist Church Fairview. Thank you for listening.